right, everybody. It is the Geek Out Freak Out podcast. We are back. We're not on crack, but we're back. And uh, I couldn't think of anything else that rhymes with back. You're whack, Matt. And uh, I'm off the rails already. Hi, Matt. I'm Jeremy. Let's do this shit. And it's time for me to pick up the slack. Hey! Um, how's it going, man? It's good. Uh, everything's good. Everything's been great. Uh, enjoying. Um, I think this is like my first like Saturday where I didn't have to do anything home related. Uh, like as far as like home improvement related. It's been nice. You're full of shit. And I know you're full of shit. Why is because that? Because you did wallpaper. Granted that wallpaper mm. was yesterday, but you did that. Oh, that was late. 2 late, yeah. a.m. Yeah, that's so true. That spilled over into Saturday. So it you did. did some home improvements. Oh, you're stuff right. Today. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we pretty much finished the majority of like the big work. Uh, right now, we're just doing like small little uh, <clears throat> upgrades. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna share some photos with uh, with you and and uh, maybe our and our a few of our buddies. But uh, hey, right from the get go, I would like to just say uh, happy birthday to our very good friend Alex. Um, he listens to the show. It's his birthday today, the day that we're recording, oh, yeah. which is Saturday. Happy birthday, Alex. I hope you have a great birthday. And I just reminds me, it was actually this time last year, me and you, Jeremy, uh, yeah. we went to Alex's house and we dropped off a cake to him. Can you believe that's already been a year? That fucking cake was the best idea we've ever had. It's, so been, Alex, it's been a whole <clears throat> year already. Alex is a giant Yankees fan. Yeah. So Matt had the idea of getting him a Yankees cake. And then I asked Matt to take it a step further and to troll this guy since he was such a big Yankees fan and the Yankees had lost to the Astros, the cheating ass Astros, as he'll tell you. Cheating ass so Astros. We got we got him a, a New York Yankees cake. It was white with the blue pinstripes and everything. Had a, I think it had a baseball on it, right? Yeah. And it had the logo and everything. But when he cut into the cake, it was orange. It was Astros colors. Yeah. That was the best fucking thing. I think, the, I think the funnest part was uh, him uh, – like cutting into that cake and like us eating it with him. Uh, yeah, I miss cake. <laughs> I think it was probably the last time you had cake, but um, uh, no, <laughs> I think that was I think that was the last um, birthday party I kind of went to get together. Yeah, <laughs> it's the last time. I think that's one of the last like yeah. other than recording like one of the last social things you and I had done. Yeah, like I think that was like yeah one of the like one of the few last things that um yeah me and you definitely got together for. Because I think it's we crazy. recorded a time or two mm-hmm. after that. I'm pretty yeah. positive we did. Yeah, and then eventually, um, a couple of weeks after, my mom got sick. Uh, and so we, that was already, like, when that started happening, we were already doing remotes. And then remotes just became a thing because of everything that's happening. Well, we took um, time off. I went out of and, town. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. When yeah. I, when I came back, your mom was sick. So we just took time away. I forgot that you went like on we a mini vacation. That's right. We you did. You went on the mini va- family vacation. And then we, I or just you, and, just you and your wife. You yeah, you guys went to New we, York around this time of the year. Yeah, it was February. Yeah, and we came back with COVID, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> it was we didn't get COVID. Tested. We <laughs> Dude, after you after think this it was last yeah. bout that I had, like this is exactly how we felt when we came back. Oh, that's there you go. We were in our layover yeah. in Fort Worth. Finding out that there was positive cases in New York. After yeah. We had just left from there. So we had that question in our mind. But literally everything that I just went through, like this feels a little bit more like it's lingered a little bit more. But then like it was just it floored us. Yeah. And if we if we weren't if it wasn't COVID then, like it, it was just a really bad flu. Yeah. I mean, we were just really floored. And now like I still can't fully get my strength back. And like today, I hundred percent I'm in a I'm still in this competition with our cheating ass friend Joe. Um, who, <laughs> we're, we're in one of these Apple watch competitions 
And he has all of his goals lower than mine. Yeah. So when you surpass, it's not it's not like who burns the most calories. It's the it's based on the percentage of your goals. So if he does 150% of his goal, then he gets more points than me. But the son of a bitch was running at like eight hours stand and 800 calories. And I was at 1,000 calories and 12 hours stand. And I was just like, motherfucker. I didn't like, know you so- can change your stand goal. What's up, Brian yeah, in chat? What's going on, either. Easy Ghost? He showed me how, and I didn't because my yeah. I'm up at five o'clock in the morning for work, and I I don't go to bed till like nine. So twelve hour stand goal is easy. For me. Yeah, I knock out like fifteen sixteen hours in stand anyway, because I don't I don't take mine off until I put mine on the second I wake up and take it off right when I go to bed. Yeah, my wife thought I was crazy because I shower with it. I was like, it's waterproof, and how the fuck else am I supposed to get all the sweat off of it? There you go. Like it's. Just an opportunity. I don't have to take it off and clean it. Like I'll just wash it while I'm in the shower with the rest of my body. I'll wash it while I'm washing my balls. Wash my wash my body while I'm manscaping. Hey, not sponsor the podcast. Ah, uh, it should be one, one of day. these days. One, one day. of these days. Uh, yeah, man. What's up? It's what's going up, another beautiful. Yeah, what's going on, Brian? So, what's your week like, Matt? What was your past? My week. Um, let me think about your it. Weekend geek. Uh, I finally finished painting. Around Tuesday, that was, week, huh? that was the last painting that Prepping. I did. Um, Thursday, talk, uh, talk to I, us about your I major took, purchase. So I took, uh, so I bought the TV. I bought the frame TV. Super excited about it. It was a fifty-five inch TV. You can look it up. Um, uh, it was an update from a TV that we've had for like, de- like over a decade. Um, <laughs> went from like an LCD to like this QLED TV, which is amazing with the one connect box. I I love it. Um, it's a great TV, um, but I took Friday off um, because it said it was coming in Friday, and I didn't want this giant package to come in and my wife be by herself to try to like get it. So Trying I was like, "Cool, drag it in the yeah." Door. So I was like, "I'll take Friday off, and I'll make an appointment for my daughter who needs a checkup anyway." So two birds, one stone. Uh, Thursday afternoon comes around; it's like two thirty. I get off at three fifteen, but I don't get into town until about four ish, uh, and I get an alert that the TV is like on its way to be <laughs> being <laughs> delivered. Um, and then by the time I can like get around to like looking at the message, answering, uh, my wife sends me a picture of the TV uh, in the living room. She got it into the living room somehow, which is amazing. Um, the TV weighs as much as like our old TV, which is highly hilarious uh, because that old TV is only like a 36-inch TV. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a thing. Like, I still have a 50-inch plasma, and yeah. that thing weighs. A I couldn't ton. imagine moving it. We have, and then same same thing. We have a. Uh, my wife has a plasma TV at her uh, her actual physical office um, that her father used to watch when he would go to the shop. Um, and it's just there. It's a 55-inch plasma, and this thing is heavy. And it is atrocious, and it murders your eyes. Um, and so it's just kind of like, how do we eventually get rid of this TV? I told I told her brother-in-law, I'll just throw it out the balcony. <laughs> he just he opened up the doors at the top just and just we'll just throw it out. Space. Yeah. Um, I, I can't imagine how much money they spent. Back up in your ass I, with the yeah, I can't have, I can't imagine how much money they spent when they bought that thing, but I bet it was a lot of money. Uh, but yeah, so the TV came in. It was cool Thursday. Uh, I took Friday off to, you know, to take the whole day off so I could be there, be here at home when it came, and I could, you know, get the installation going. Thankfully, Wednesday I had, went ahead and bought everything that I needed to install. It came with its own uh, bracket, which is great to create like that no gap. Uh, that's cool. That no gap uh, wall mount that they that they have for their own TVs and it's it's awesome. It took me like if, if I put together like the amount of total work that I did, maybe about two hours to you know put the bracket up and then I cut a hole. I cut a couple holes into our wall so that I could run the wires through. So like no wires are seen. I love it. I don't have to run like the little 
wall uh sticker placky thing like and then paint over it so that's cool we that's what I have. yeah my wife being the genius that she is and really good at art and being able to like understand like maps and stuff really well she like she actually made a template for me to put on the wall and we use that template where i can mark and i marked the hole and then i just like went straight down and pulled the cord through fished it so that's yeah nice. we fished it through and uh yeah it, it came out great i love it um because the, the one thing that gets like it's a pet peeve for me is like when i see like wall mounted tvs but then you see all like the cores just like hanging Dangling. like oh yeah. it's the worst. and like they're pulled they're pulled to the left they're pulled to the right like it looks yeah. it looks dumb so yeah. and you know like try harder next time guys come on it's really not My that hard tv is like that right now <laughs> yeah it's just like you, i just got to get the stuff to run it. you know my living I, room tv and my daughter's is not borrow it my son's got I'll, I'll let you borrow it jervy I'll, I'll give you the knife and i'll give you the i'll give you the 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 snake so you can run it super easy well, i got do. so lucky we had we had put up my daughter's tv and uh i ran the i ran the track we painted the track and everything and it mounts it like it it, yeah. it works really really good um and uh I had everything ready, and then my wife's like, "Hey, I want to get this shelf for her room, and now I want to rearrange her room." Yeah, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, I just put the TV on the wall, <laughs> and this is a week after I put yeah. the TV on the wall. I was like, "There's no way." So while she was gone, we we worked on rearranging her room, and she came home while we were working on it. We moved the the bed. We just slid the bed in a different position on the same wall. And she's like, all right, I like that better anyway. This gives her more room. We're not moving the TV. Nice. Like, yeah, hell yeah. So <laughs> I was I was so happy to yeah. have to move that damn TV. I bet. Um, yeah, so we got it up and on the wall. It was great. It came out. Like, <laughs> I love it. pictures. It looks nice. Yeah, and we're just, I'm just waiting to, like, take, like, be able to put, like, everything away. That was, like, the big thing. We wallpapered last night, like you said, um, and just to kind of finish out, like, this, like, corner part that's, like, her temporary workspace until we finish our the actual back studio. Um, that we were, we were both going to share, which is going to be really fun. Um, hey, check out Brian. Whoa, with all the tier one subs. Whoa, check that Brian's out. Just giving subs out. Congra- yeah, thanks, awesome. Brian. Thanks one, for that. Two, if you're not four, watching us on Twitch, five tier one subs. You should be watching us on Twitch. I shared all the info, so be sure to be watching us on Twitch the next time you want to listen to the show live. Um, just always just look on Twitter. We always share the links. Um, so yeah, it was pretty awesome, and it was. I like it. I. It, you like to uh it is what you do <laughs> that's what <laughs> so, i do uh, you gotta say it like uh, i'd be able you gotta say it like james harden yeah. i mean uh mark henry mark henry because <laughs> that's what james harden looks like now <laughs> that's what he does look like <laughs> oh my god yeah so um yeah so that's been my that's been my week uh played some some uh spider-man on there looks really good on that tv even with the impeachment simulator uh no no i didn't oh. uh yeah, but I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> that needs to be a game. I'm very happy. I love how it's like the second we got impeachment news, we got news that James Harden was impeached from Houston. Yeah, he just got <laughs> traded. Yeah. Like literally, it's it was almost like NBA's trying to derail news. Yeah. It's like, oh definitely. yeah, hey, James Harden's leaving. Uh yeah, so like yeah, for people like our NBA fans, like I'm I'm loving like I love basketball. I've been this is like the I started last year watching a lot got really back into it and this year i'm highly excited and i blame 2k the 2k 2k games for it a lot Um, speaking of 2k i have had the worst week with save data oh no it has just been terrible i've been playing uh mortals phoenix rising it's a game based on greek mythology yeah um i fired it i had a hard crash in the game the other day a hard crash sent me to to the home screen fired it back up and my save data was missing and this is after 10 hours of playing the game just save data is gone I was like, what the fuck? Luckily, 
I, I mean, in the in the world of hey, did you try turning it off and turning it back on again? I just closed out the game, fired it back up. My save data was there. Oh, like, good. Right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next day, I play two hours of the game. I get a lot of stuff done. My wife's doing her homework. I'm playing. Get a lot of stuff done. Go to bed. Turn it on the following day. And I um, know I think it was that night. Like I played that night that I found the save data. I played two hours. Next day, I fire it up. I've lost that two hours of progress no. for whatever reason because it hard crashed again. So for whatever reason, it didn't sa- auto save once. Oh my gosh! So I had that happen. Then I decided I was going to re-download um, uh, 2K. Re-downloaded 2K, fired it up. Save data is corrupted. Have to start my season all over again. Oh my gosh! Not a big deal because I didn't really get too far into yeah. it. I was only three games in, but it's just still. It was one day after another, just save data issues. I was like, this is fucking retarded like this sucks yeah um i did just to be safe i did delete uh 2k and i'm re-downloading it again now and i'm gonna try it again off of a fresh download just to see if it if it finds everything and fires up all right because i've had issues like that with the xbox before where it just download and especially with call, uh, call of duty where it's just corrupted and just you got to delete and re-download so i'm trying now we'll see what happens um uh i played a little bit more hades this week Cool. Uh, I just continuing to grind on that game. I absolutely love that game. It has a lot of heart. I hear it is coming to Game Pass possibly for Xbox, maybe. Excellent. PC. Um, and I just started playing today, but I downloaded the uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, awesome! Game. Cool. Yeah, that came back out this week. It's fifteen bucks. It's not a bad buy. It's on all systems, and I downloaded it on the Switch. I thought it would be a good handheld game. Yeah, yeah. That seems more like it's a. Like a old school platformer, so yeah, and it's it's like that side scrolling beat 'em up. Um, I played a little bit. I was playing right before we we started recording, and it's it's a fun game. I mean, it's Scott Pilgrim. If you've ever played it when it was on the 360 and PS3, it's it's same game. Yeah, uh, just comes with all the DLC for the fifteen dollar price. I think it's a decent price for a game like that, uh, especially on the on the Switch. I I like indie games and smaller games like that on the switch like it's switch isn't necessarily my platform for like big go home games like this immortals phoenix rising is on there i wouldn't have bought that on the switch but having these little side scrollers and these old indie games and stuff right that's that's kind of my spot for it hades is i'll play hades undocked all night long and, and just that game is so much fun i still like that game is like we had talked about doing our 2020 uh favorites that's yeah. my favorite game of 2020 by far nice. and it'll probably be my favorite game of 2021 because i'm still playing it that's cool yeah uh did you anything watched other than wandavision um i watched i finally watched i got around to watching x-men dark phoenix i'm sorry <laughs> well you know what i put it on so i could paint because <laughs> i knew the movie wouldn't distract me too much yeah. I'm sure it <laughs> i just i just needed some background noise so it's I, crazy because it's the same entertainment as watching paint dry. So almost, yeah. It's um, really cool that you did that. Uh, Let's see what you did there. Yeah, like I, I love like the half-ass performance from Jennifer Lawrence in that movie. Oh, like she, she was just like, she was just like, no, you're not putting all the blue prosthetics on me. You're only gonna put some on my head and paint yeah. the rest of me blue. And you know what? Even for the majority of the movie that I'm in, I'm gonna not gonna be in costume. I'm just gonna Jeez. be wearing a jacket and jeans. Um, she did not want to be in that movie clearly, no. uh, but they paid her enough to do it and to kill her off. Um, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Dark Phoenix, don't watch it anyway. But um, it's just like it, you don't need to watch that movie to like tie up that franchise for yourself. 
Um, yeah, it's just a, another murdered version of the Phoenix saga, and the only ones that have been able to like pull it off decently, not from the comic books, has been the cartoon. You know, when they did yeah. the Phoenix saga on the cartoon, like back in the nineties. I, I I hope. MCU doesn't even attempt to go down this road with the Phoenix. I don't want them to do Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, I think... Um, I don't want them to do Phoenix, period. Like, yeah. if you want to bring in Jean Grey, bring in Jean Grey, but don't give me Phoenix. Yeah, we don't need Phoenix. We don't need another attempt. We've tried too many times. Like, they realized after the third, like, the second time, the third time they're doing a Spider-Man, they're like, nobody wants to see Ben die for a third time. They didn't even cast Uncle Ben in his yeah. third go-around. It's just like, this time, don't even worry about Dark Phoenix. If we're going to do X-Men... Um, which we probably will because we're going to get Deadpool. That's been confirmed. Um, uh, the news of Deadpool being in the MCU, like, okay, that's going to open a door for some version of the X-Men eventually to come down the line. Um, and we'll see how that goes. And I'm sure uh, a show we're going to talk about uh, in in, a, in just a few moments is going to have a big, a big, uh, um, I'm trying to think of the word, but like impact. impact. Yeah, it's going to lead into like what we're going to get from you know, Wanda vision, basically, you know, like it's a play on, it's a play on two names, but it's also Wanda's visions, um, that she's going through. So I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, um, uh, what, what comes forward, um, because of Deadpool being announced and being in the MCU. That's pretty awesome. Um, we saw some, uh, news. Well, I kind of watched some news on, we both did. You shared it with me too. And I saw it like literally right before you shared it to me, uh, our first images of us, um, Mortal Kombat. Pretty awesome. So we got to see uh, Sub Zero, Scorpion, yeah. Kino, Liu Kang, Kung Lao, uh, Sonya, Jax, Jax yeah. and I think it's a Kano too. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. holy shit! It looks really good, and it's an R rated, and they teased fatalities a bit. Yeah, so, uh, I'm excited. This movie, and it's still slated for 2021. Yeah, so, it's gonna go to theaters uh, and looks, HBO Max. But yeah, it looks really good. I'm excited to watch this movie. Yeah. I cool. love the image where it's showing uh, Sub Zero forming the ice sword. Yeah, but it's not real. Like normally, when you see that in movies, like that that made up or like magic ice has got this blue tint to it. You know what I mean? Like it's got this real realistic ice look. To yeah, it, I thought it was really it's like cool. frost. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of kind of nerd news, especially around movies and stuff this week. Kevin Feige teased the uh, introduction of Nova into the MCU. Yep. Talked about timing being everything, and you know, he even brought up. He's like, "Who thought? Who would have thought?" I'm still talking about Doctor Strange eight years later. Like, it's just <laughs> the timing of when we bring Nova in. Um, we got reports that Ethan Hawke has been cast as the villain for Moon Knight. Moon Knight, yeah, uh, that's cool. That's the first casting for Moon Knight. Correct? Yeah, it's the first official casting. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, speaking of casting, we got reports that Chris Evans is in talks to reprise his role as Captain America. Yeah. Um, he even tweeted though and said, this is news to me with the shoulder shrug emoji. But of course, I mean, this is us being marks and being nerds going to like, of course he's going to say that really, of course. I mean, if it's, if they want it to be a surprise of some sort, of course they're going to deny it as much as they can. Uh, but the reports are, he is in talks to do one movie with potential for more. Uh, and it's supposedly going to be a, like a sidekick role Mm -hmm. or, uh, uh, I can't even think of the word I'm looking for, but it's not going to be a starring role. He'll be kind of like what uh, Iron Man was for Homecoming and Ca- Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's some really really good thoughts going around the internet. One one of the popular ones is it does say Captain America, but one of the popular ones is what if they brought him back to play Johnny Storm in the multiverse? <laughs> That'd be wild. Yeah, that would be cool. Or the really interesting idea I like 
is what if they go World War II with Logan, with Wolverine. And That'd be awesome. Like, yeah, you that's... get to see Cap and Wolverine together yeah. in World War II. I think that would be pretty cool. I think that would be really cool. Um, I didn't realize until this week, I had read it somewhere, that Stan Lee was originally supposed to play Old Man Cap. Oh, wow, really? That was, that was going to be his cameo in the game. <clears throat> oh, and- but he died and never happened, so they had, they had Cap. They just... Aged up, cat. Oh, okay, I got you. So he was in in game. He was supposed to be the old man on the bench. old man on the bench. Ah, yeah. um, I think it gives more weight though with it being cat. Yeah. So with it actually being Chris Evans, uh, I mean, there's a di- a million different ways they could bring him back. I think if we're being honest, it's not going to be Steve Rogers, cat. I mean, it would be cool if we could get like we said, the World War II, or if we got Hydra Cap. If we had an alternate universe and we actually got to explore that side of the of the comics. But in reality, we've got two things coming up. Um, we have Loki, yep. the television show. So there's an opportunity that Loki could shape, shapeshift into Cap again. That's an idea and a possibility of where he could be cast at. Or you have the Secret Invasion coming up. And the Secret Invasion is based around the Skrulls taking over key roles of superheroes and key figures in the world and being sleeper agents. So what if the world never knew that Cap was gone and there was still a Captain America there mm-hmm. as a scroll? So there's there's possibilities and there's ideas. Like, yes, it's cool that Chris Evans is coming back, but don't hold your breath that it's going to be Steve Rogers. Yeah. It, it could be something else. Uh, there's a lot of really cool ideas. Either way, I, I think it's interesting and cool that there's a possibility he'll be back. Yeah. I think it's like even at the – if I, I wouldn't be upset if he doesn't come back either like right. if it's all just rumors and we don't get anything nothing ever comes out of it but it is cool you know like to get him if he does come back in some sort of like mentor leadership um like you know like not like a starring he's not captain america like he's sort of retired kind of a role you know like have him play the leader of shield yeah something like that i mean it, it happened at one point um there's a lot of stuff i wouldn't hold my breath but even on the fact that he's coming back but excuse me still i i it's cool. It's cool to have these talks and to play this this fantasy booking. Essentially. Yeah, pretty awesome. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any other. Uh, Charlie Cox uh, wrapped up his filming on Spider Man Three. So he? yeah, he is that. confirmed for uh, wrapping for all his his uh, filming for that part of the movie. Um, so it's very interesting to see what role Matt Murdock is going to have. Maybe he won't be Daredevil per se, but Matt Murdock as a lawyer representing a certain Peter Parker, probably to clear his name. That's what I uh, yeah. <laughs> So I'm interested to see like what... Like I said uh, last time we talked about this, I yeah. think having him as the lawyer and then having uh, either a, a quick scene or a post-credits where, where you see him put the cowl on, I think mm-hmm. that's kind even of... If, yeah, even if you sort of see like the like the like the batons that he used to fight with, like maybe like in a suitcase or something, like Just off to the side, to you know what I mean? Back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you see some sort of like like um, nod to his even costume, right? Um, let's see here. There was another couple things. Uh, Kevin Feige explains my uh, no. Yeah, if you go to like anything, like it's gonna all be like about one division, like the the. 50 million Easter eggs that are dropped <laughs> throughout Dude, the entire so throughout the entire show. Um, oh, this is it. Uh, Kevin Feige said that the the Netflix's Marvel heroes are on the board. That they're basically they're they're they have plans for them. They're working on it. Same thing he kind of said with Nova. It's just all in due time. Yeah, is right for all this stuff. Which I love. You know, we don't have to rush these movies out. 
exactly been yeah good about you, just picking their spots with the stuff, you can so. definitely take your time you know and like yeah just take your time with this and just let it kind of like naturally happen yep exactly uh so we got two episodes of wandavision to talk about you want to jump right into it sure let's go for it uh let's break this down matt hell so yeah so before this before we get into it there's there was new trailers that came out new new commercials for it new ads yeah uh there's one thing that that kind of stands out and it almost sounded like it was a mistake at first but now after watching these first two episodes so i feel like we're we're probably watching wanda's visions like you said earlier like yeah this is her reality that she's creating in her own head and we'll get into it deeper in a minute but in those those commercials at the end, if you catch it, uh, the voiceover says, "Dreaming Friday on Disney Plus." Dreaming, not streaming, and, yeah, and not streaming. But if you and if you turn on the uh, the closed captions, it says "Dreaming." Mm. So it it sounded like a, a typo, but it, or like a mistake. But I wonder if it's just a small little Easter egg, like a nod to what she's going through. Yeah, and if that's why it says "Dreaming." Friday on Disney Plus. Just a little interesting little tidbit. Yeah. But I'm sure you got synopsis pulled up. I'm sure you do. Don't um, you? I got the synopsis. I can. I'll, I'll, I'll synopsis. pull up. I know on the Sultan. I had like. Or you just want to talk. About I it. had the Easter eggs. Yeah, let's talk about it. All right, let's um, just get in and talk about it. So this first episode was obviously an I Dream of Genie. Yes. Kind of episode. Uh, did you catch? So I caught this at first, and I thought it was going to be a Dick Van Dyke kind of style episode, and then they got into the I Dream of Genie stuff. But when he first walks in and he's carrying Wanda, Vision is carrying Wanda. He's about to trip <laughs> over the footstool like Dick Van Dyke does. Did you catch? Yeah. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he phases, he phases through, through it. Through I thought that it. Yeah. was so cool. I was like, yeah. all right, that's a good, cool little nod. Uh, I I love that we don't get any setup to these. Like, there's no explanation. No, yeah, you don't why. know which you don't know which episode, like what you know, which theme it's gonna be. So, well, not that, yeah. it, like, not even just that, but that that there's just no idea. Like, they don't tell you why these episodes are yeah. like this. Why she's in black and white. Why she's, oh, the episodes are, are comedies. Like, why yeah. anything is set. Why there's a like, laugh track. Like, yeah. burst into it. Yeah. And I love that, that they just embraced it from the first second. Yeah. So I got the synopsis pulled up for episode one. Newlywed couple Wanda and Vision move into the town of Westview during what appears to be the 1950s. They attempt to blend in despite Vision being an android and Wanda having telekinetic abilities. The spot where he's kind of yeah. driving and putting uh, his hat down. One day they notice a heart drawn on a calendar but neither can remember what the occasion is. While Vision goes to his job at Computational Services Incorporated, Wanda decides that the heart represents their anniversary. Their neighbor Agnes introduces herself to Wanda and helps her prepare for the anniversary. Vision amazes his co-workers with his speed but is unsure what the company actually does. He is reminded that he and Wanda are hosting his boss, Mr. Hart, and his wife for dinner that night, which is what the heart represents. Wanda and Vision struggle to hide their abilities while making a last-minute dinner for the hearts. While interrogating Wanda and Vision, Mr. Hart chokes on his food and Vision uses his abilities to save him. All of these events have taken place on the fictional sitcom WandaVision with someone watching on a television. That's what we get at the very end of the episode. Yeah, so it pulls back. And yeah. when it pulls back, there's two things that show up. And it's the same thing. There's one on a notebook and one on the screen. It's the logo for S.W.O.R.D. Mm-hmm. Um, which if you asked me to what S.W.O.R.D. stood for right now, I would... I'm struggling. I don't remember either. I can, you, pull it you can pull right it up. So yeah. they pull up, and the entire episode is shot in black and white. It's it's entirely black and white, except for one spectrum of color, nope. which one part of color, which is the the ad for the toaster. Um, yeah, you're right. But 
uh, but when it pulls out, so we're in shot in 43 the entire time, but when it pulls out of the TV, we go back into our normal aspect ratio, aspect ratio yeah. six, uh, 16 by 9. 16 by 9. And so I thought that was really cool. I I, I had thought it was funny when I started watching. It's like, oh, how funny. This is in 4 by 3. It's in 4 by 3. And, yeah. you know, I just got this giant TV and I'm watching. I'm so excited to watch this, you know, show. Like, and it's, and it's in all its glory and it's in 4 by 3. Wow. So, <laughs> but no, it, it's did not bother me at all. I, I thought it was really. Cool. I thought it was good. I thought it was smart because so, it's playing into what you know is playing in her mind. Um, because right. in a you know, there's that part where he's choking on the food, where Mister Hart's choking on the food, and the mom from that '70s show is just like, who does not age? Stop it. Who Stop it. who does not oh, she age? Does not. No. She has always been the same age. I don't care what decade she's been in like you can go to seinfeld and watch her in episodes of seinfeld and you can she go looks same, and she yeah. looks exactly the same deborah joe wrote rough um so sword stands Mrs. for Foreman. sentient yeah. world observation and response department mm. so sword sword is like shield for space yeah and um i think so they have a giant space station that's their headquarters. Yes. And if you remember the scene with Fury where he has his shoes off and he's just walking through that space station with the scrolls, mm-hmm. that I, I'm pretty positive that's going to that be sword. Gotcha. Yeah. And we're going to get, we're going to find out more about it as we go through this. This, this, this show is, it feels like it's already going to be a setup for a lot of future events. You realize it's been over 500 days since we've had a Marvel property. Oh yeah. It's been a while. It's insane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's she just has that spot where she's repeating over and over, and Wanda's kind of breaking is the way mm-hmm. I took it, uh, where she's like, "Stop it, stop it, stop it!" to her husband over and over, and then Wanda finally tells Vision to save him, and he yeah. gets real serious. Like it, you can see wa- cracks in Wanda's psyche as this goes through. Yeah. So Agnes, um, it's been rumored, and now her name makes a lot of sense that that she was going to be Wanda's kind of either her her rival or her sidekick mm-hmm. and that she was going to be Agatha Harkness um but when you really look at Agnes look at the name it's the first and last of Agatha Har- Har- Harkness mm-hmm. Agnes uh so I think that that's what we're going to find out is that she is Agatha Harkness and that she's another witch and she has control or she has powers like like Scarlet Witch does yeah um I you get the feeling that, and and it, it we'll get more into it with season or with episode two. But there's a lot. You get the feeling that Wanda isn't a hundred percent creating this, or that she isn't hundred percent yeah, in control. Of sort this. of like influencing, like it's part of her brain, but like there's outside influences like playing on the fact, you know, like you know, contributing to this sort of like broken like recordness like that we had with Mister right. Hart choking on the food, and it takes you know. It takes this amount of time for Wanda to be like, help him vision, like, you yeah. know, do what you got to do. Cause like she sits there and she's trying to like figure out what to do. And she's like, well, what is going on at one point? Um, so yeah. Uh, and it was a Stark Industries toaster. Yeah, a Stark Let's Industries toaster. <laughs> the toast, the Toastmate 2000, uh, with the talks about open face cheese sandwiches. So there's there's a, <laughs> a comment that she makes early on. And I didn't even catch the gravity of the comment, but it's uh, Vision walks into the kitchen while she's throwing the plates around. The indestructible head. Yes. Yeah. It's I didn't like, even no. snap on that immediately. That's like one of the first lines uttered, and I'm just like, oh, that's she's, sad. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then someone else pointed out like the fact that it is starting in black and white because when was the last? What color was Vision? The last he was black and white when black he died. Yeah. So that might be a reason why her mind is going to the black and white. Yeah. 
which I didn't even think on that. I mean, there's some pretty heavy stuff when you start kind of pick up picking up on yeah. this. Um, is really cool to see both uh, both actors, Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen, in this kind of do something that's out of the norm for them in in this because they've always been such serious roles in the MCU. Yeah, and to see them kind of play with comedy and play these comedic roles and these like fifty sitcom kind of stuff, it is really really cool to see the range from like what a like what a jump for paul bettany especially because initially the plan was never for him to be in the mcu you know like he was just he was just the voice voice of jarvis nobody like the first iron man movie was a shoot like a shot in the dark it was either going to be good it was either going to be good or it's going to fail horribly and it was just like it really was an experiment to sell toys because other studios had the major Marvel properties, you know, Fox, Iron Man wasn't even yeah, the major property yeah, exactly. Fox that. had, Fox had X-Men and the fantastic four. Sony had Spider-Man and you know, what did Marvel have left? They had Iron Man, the Hulk, which some people knew, but the Hulk was already bought by another studio. They just had to wait for the rights to come back. They had the Hulk, Captain America and Thor. and Captain America. Yeah. Probably was a little bit more popular, but it wasn't even like tested on comic book audiences. It was tested with kids who would sell more toys. And of course, kids picked Iron Man because he looked cooler. And that was why, I mean, if you go back and you look at the budget that the first Iron Man ma- uh, was made on, it's a good looking movie, but it was made on a shoestring budget like for what it was because it hadn't been done before. And, you know, and look who they cast. At the time when they cast Robert Downey Jr., he wasn't the Robert Downey Jr. that we have now. This was like Same Iron Man, okay. Iron Man, yeah. And dude, I watched Iron Man like the we watched Iron Man the first one last week just to like, you know, because we watched Endgame and then I put the first Iron Man on for my kid to watch and seeing John Farvo like, like I don't want to knock on people's weight, but he was like two John Farvos before. He lost a lot <laughs> he's, of yeah. yeah, but he, I mean, he's a pretty big guy now. The last time we saw him was in Homecoming, but like him in, like he looked like swingers John Farvo, like, yep. like he was oh, a thin sure. guy, and to think like you know where he is now. But like going back into that first Iron Man movie, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. This was like the first big chance for him to like show people that he wasn't a screw up. And after everything, yeah, after everything everything happened, because yeah, when we've all heard that he got cast as Tony Stark, we're kind of like, all right, you know, let's okay, that's you know, it's gonna be, it's it could be good or it could be bad, and you know, the the more and more we looked at it as as fans of the comic books and knowing who Tony Stark was, started looking at it, like, okay, yeah, he could be, you know, visually, he almost does look like a real Tony Stark. And now he just is Tony Stark, you know. Robert Downey Jr. Yep. just embodies that well, character. I mean, the comics, but yeah. To so for like someone like Paul Bettany, who got his start in the very beginning, you know, like he's in the first Marvel movie as with his voice, which is amazing. Um, and he was such a good Jarvis, and then became Vision in in uh, Age of Ultron. Um, so yeah, I I really like you know where Paul Bettany has started and where he is at now because yeah now. He was a superhero for a couple movies, and now he's you know a comedic android in the like you, in this mind universe. Did you catch the wine bottle mm-hmm. from the first episode? Mm-hmm. So it, it translates to House of M. Yes, it's yes, got it the does. Big yeah. On it. So I, I don't think that's that's foreshadowing anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a, a fun little. There's a lot of nods, whether or not they're foreshadowing anything yet is yet to be seen. But I believe they're all sort of. Um, 
uh, if you go and if, if you watch the show all the way to the end credits, um, there's a lot of special thanks because the credits roll just like a movie credit. Um, and at yep. the end of it, they have all the writers. They have writers <clears throat> for House of M as special thanks to. So you see like the them thanking the authors for those storylines. So you're going to see those actually pop in. Like, you know, like, in, like those are going to inspire a lot of the storylines within the show, you know, and she can, Wanda can rip the fabric of reality, you know, and yeah. that's part of like her powers is as she becomes incre- increasingly unstable, she can almost destroy the universe. I mean, at the point in end game, you know, she comes back and she's literally going to rip Thanos in half, you know, like she has the power to do it. She just got, you know, taken out by something like right before she could. So, I mean, it's very doable. This is just the first episode. <laughs> Let's get into the second. Second episode. During what appears to be the 1960s now, and this is definitely where they go way into the Bewitched. Um, yeah, the this Bewitched one's not. Bewitched. It opens up with the Bewitched. Like, well, if you look, too, in the in some of the new trailers that came out this week, one of them has a modern family vibe mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. So as we get into the color, it looks like we're going to start seeing That's what I'm I wonder thinking. if we get a Seinfeld. Each, one, each one's going to be like a, a different sitcom family from a different de- decade. And we've, we've seen one be... Um, it's definitely the Brady Bunch house. Yes, is what it looks. It like. is the Brady Bunch. Yeah, I mean, it could be a, like a great recreation. And I think somebody actually did buy the Brady Bunch house, but well, I don't think it was for. Yeah, this house looks like the I Dream of Genie house, uh-huh. and then when you get into Bewitched, it looks like the house yeah. of Bewitched. So the house is even changing for in every episode, yeah. which I think is just a really really cool idea. Uh, during what appears to be the 1960s, Wanda and Vision hears the hear strange noises outside their house. They prepare the magician act for, which is a really funny opening scene, like. Vision being scared and Wanda being scared, you know, like who's gonna and look? Vision, yeah. like yeah. So <clears throat> this is where, to me, it tells me that they're on a military base because those sounds were were like explosions, mm-hmm. and they 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 rule it out and say that it's, it's the, a tree the branch, tree yeah. hitting the house. Yeah, I think they're on a she's on a military base, yeah. of some sort, like a shield or a sword base. Uh, obviously sword if yeah. you're seeing the, those images but she's on a base and this is kind of like the outside noises breaking into her psyche and it, I'm, I'm almost wondering if she's in some sort of induced coma and creating this inside yeah her. and they have like background noise playing like playing to kind of like you know influence her dreams or right. um, uh, just to kind of like that that's what they see or even if this is just a coping mechanism in her own head you know yeah and and we're hearing the outside world slowly start to reality starts to sink in. oh man i, I know we didn't say it, but major spoiler alerts point to spoiler alerts was happening right yeah, now I mean, come on. <laughs> way too late every episode of way too late forward, yeah there's as soon as we say wandavision yeah. shut it off yeah uh, okay so there what appears to be the 1960s wanda and vision hear strange noises outside their house they prepare the magician act for a neighborhood talent show before wanda and agnes spend the day with the with the show's planning committee led by dotty uh dotty shout out to dotty um she's emma emma caulfield ford um a lot of people probably remember her from buffy um and vision attends a neighborhood watch meeting where he is given some big red gum i didn't understand i did oh i didn't catch that it was big red gum uh, Wanda, bef- <laughs> Wanda befriends another neighbor, Geraldine, and notices more strange things. A yellow and red toy c- helicopter in their black and white world. So this, she sees the helicopter in bright red with the yellow sword lo- logo. So this is something that she's already seen in real life 
and it's like infiltrating her her dream a voice on the radio that seems to be speaking to her and a red blood stain so these are all very things that she has seen in person vision appears to be intoxicated at the talent show which is highly hilarious because he has gum in his gears and publicly reveals his abilities wanda uses her own abilities to make this look like simple magic acts and fixes vision by removing the gum from his gears (laughs) <laughs> they remove they return home and wanda becomes visibly pregnant like she literally looks like three months pregnant from like one end yeah, of the scene to another just... yeah when they see a okay so again they hear the sound uh they see a strange beekeeper emerging from a manhole on their street wanda panic panics and then reality resets to before the figure appeared the setting then changes to the 1970s as everything becomes col- colorful so there's a Easter egg in the opening of this, in the animated opening that I didn't catch, and I'm seeing right now. Mm-hmm. So it's been rumored for a while that Grim Reaper may be one of the villains. You this. see him in the attic, or not the attic, but the space in between floors. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's kind of or his, like his helmet, helmet. Yeah, and then there's bones. No, it is his. There. It's his helmet. It's, it's his definitely helmet, his helmet. And then beside yeah. it, like on either side of it, there's like the crossbones. Yeah, but they're just split up. Yeah. Um, so there's a possibility for, from what's being said is that possibly one of the people that we're already encountering. Is the Reaper, the yeah. Um, and then, of course, we've had Agatha Harkness. I think this one. Everybody in this show, everybody in this show is some is somebody. There's not well, just a Jer- random. There's not just random people like they're infiltrating. Reason, yeah, yeah, they're all there for reasons. Yeah. So we end up with the moment with where Geraldine introduces herself, and she she pauses for a second. Uh huh. It's Monica Rambo. Yeah. It's, it's Maria Rambo's daughter from. Um, uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. So we ha- we already have our first kind of callback to the MCU in this episode, and that's yeah. that's just a really. And really you cool see movie. her. You you sort of see her in in the preview. I think it's the second preview. She's laying it, on grass. Yeah. And, and, and then there's facing towards the camera. Yeah. And there's another like part where she's standing, and you sort of see the sword badge. So she obviously yes. works for sword uh, right. during this time. Um, yeah. The commercial during this one. Uh, for the Strucker watch with the Hydro logo on it. Baron Von Baron, Strucker. Yeah, Baron Von Strucker. You remember him from, I believe, Age of Ultron. And yep. um, he was at the end of, I can't remember which one, but it was the one with Wanda and uh, Quicksilver. In the, yeah, in the in the cages. Well, actually, um, which uh, which movie ends with them? Um, they're, they're talking about the twins because the Wanda and Quicksilver are the two like the main side villains in uh, in Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. But there's a movie uh, I forget which one it is, but it ends with them talking is about it Civil War. It might be Civil no. War. No, Age of Ultron is before that. But I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Oh shit! Now it, it pisses me off. Yeah. Keep talking. I'm I don't know if it's Thor. I don't know if it, but it's one of the movies, and it talks about them, and they're in the cages, and it's it's Von Strucker, uh, and it's the Von. He's and so in this one we get the Von Strucker watch, which is a nice nod to. Uh, right away, I could see the Hydra logo on it when they started zooming on it. I was like, this watch yeah. means something. So there's yeah. something about because both commercials have been same two actors. Yes. In both commercials. Yes. So I'm what I'm wondering. So there's a theory with Batman that um, Batman is in a mental institution. He's in Arkham, and every person that that he encounters, every one of the bad guys, like he's lost his mind, and that he lost his mind after his parents died, yeah, and that he never recovered, and that he's been in Arkham the entire time, and every one of the villains that he he faces is another doctor from Arkham, yeah. And that's kind of what I wonder if what we're going through here is if every one of these actors that are playing a role, uh, like Catherine Hahn, or at, at one point you have the radio coming through, and the voice on the radio is Randall Park. 
Yeah, it's Jimmy, Jimmy Woo. Woo, yeah. Um, and if you if you didn't recognize the voice, if you actually turn on the uh, closed captioning, it says Jimmy Woo. Nah. It says his name <laughs> on the closed captioning. So uh, closed captioning is uh, playing spoiler alert plenty of times. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I wonder if everybody you're encountering through this are people who are interacting with her while she's in the state. She's I think they have that's to. That's kind yeah. of what you were saying. Yeah. Like, that's that's the Batman theory, and, and it makes sense for what she's going. Through. Yeah, and I think they're trying. In she may be stuck, like in this dream state, because why else would Jimmy Woo be telling her to wake? Like you know, like to can you hear me? Like like well, yelling at her? Like yeah, 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 like you know, trying to get to her, trying to like you know. So, that's break her out of it yeah she's in like a, a medically yeah induced state. coma yeah and, and it's just and like how it, did she get there it's like this is going to be the really interesting part because you know sooner or later like within a couple of episodes this is going to break you know and like you're going to well, get into him she's she's out of control and they're debating whether or not they should kill her yeah and to stop her from breaking reality any further i could see something happening where she broke where she mentally breaks damages reality and they have to put her in this instead of killing her they have her in this medical induced coma and they're they're drugging her and this is what she's going through in her reality and we're seeing like with the color and the voices coming through and the noises outside the house yeah. like these are little pieces of reality breaking into what she's going through i love that we're 100 percent having to speculate on this yeah we don't it's anything. we don't know yet yeah that's the fun thing it's, it's, it's so fun yeah it's it's pretty cool to be able to like not know what is because the show itself you do not know what's happening. We all we can do is guess, you know. And they've been really good about not spoiling too much, you know. But like we see, like we've seen Cat Dennings in some of the trailers, you know. Yeah. And she's re- she's reprising her ro- role as Darcy, um, and it's just like, well, what role does Darcy have in all of this? Does she now work for a Sword? Is right. you know, like how did she go from working with Jane? Jane Foster to now, you know, she obviously was sort of working, you know, friendly, I guess, like Avenger, Avenger ally. But how does she end up like in this, in the storyline? How does she, what connection does she have to Wanda, you know, and how much does she actually know? You know, how much does her as a character know? I love Catherine Hahn in this show. Um, she she's a great actress um i'm I'm excited like that she's like she brings really good energy she's i'm excited that she's a really like integral part of every episode so far you know the cabinet the uh i just noticed this too the cabinet is the mind stone yeah the cabinet that she's gonna disappear in the design is the mind yeah and i guess in the animated opening where she's shopping in the grocery store there's an ad for bova milk yes Bova was a sentient cow yeah. who was the midwife that delivered her and her brother. Yeah, Pedro. it's weird. It right. one of the all, it yeah works. in one of the universes. Yeah, he delivered Quicksilver and Wanda. It's so crazy. Yeah, so weird. Uh, I'm really interested to see what the deal is with the beekeeper. Yeah. Well, okay. So uh, there's a there's a theory with the beekeeper, and I'm pretty sure it's pretty it's going to be it. But it's sort of like a like a containment unit group that that work with sword and that's okay. what they wear um and if it's you like go yeah suit. it looks like a hazmat suit and if you go back into like old uh older epi- uh, issues of of um i think it is scarlet witch um that have to deal with sword uh you see characters dressed up like that but because they look like beekeepers that's what she sees is the beekeeper coming yeah. out of that 
I love yeah. that she just says no. Yeah. And changes, alters the reality yeah. right there. And then we get the moment, which I think is a perfect episode for Bewitched to be the one where we kind of start transferring from black and white to color. Yeah. So she starts seeing color, vision sees in color. Because Bewitched was a show that was filmed in both black and white yeah. and color. So it, it was really cool to kind of have that be what we had the bleed over. Yeah. From. Um, it, it was just really kind of inside baseball. Cool little moment for them. Um, vision man like it's it's gonna get deep soon it already is deep like you like like if you are if you're pretty aware of like you know you follow these characters since they've been around like you can come into this show and like not have watched anything like well this is a weird show how does this connect to the avengers and you can still kind of enjoy it um but like if you're like invested in these characters and you're invested in the actual mcu storyline like i mean yeah it's kind of like an offshoot of like these old sitcoms but like there's like you get into it and there's some parts of these episodes where it's it's like you're like whoa whoa what's going on here like there's some some sort of like post-traumatic stress that you know wanda's going through and why uh, why she's lost yeah exactly and she told him you've taken everything she told Thanos that you've taken everything from me she's lost her brother she's lost vision you know she doesn't have anything like who knows comics she brings mm-hmm. she manifests these two children yeah she was never pregnant she manifested the children she brings vision back from the dead with with her reality and manifests him because she's coping with his loss and this is kind of what we're going through here like that she's trying to manifest and deal with with losing him yeah by, by still holding on to what she has left of him and i wonder are we going to so what i wonder so the name of the of the doctor strange movie is the multiverse of madness, madness. So what I wonder, and we already know that she's in that movie, Just, is if she loses the children in this series and she goes even deeper and tears the fabric of reality. And what what happens here and what she causes here is what Doctor Strange has to fix moving forward. Yeah, exactly. He has to I fix am, the fabrics of time that she's probably like caused the rift in. You know, like she's I probably love tearing, the Mandalorian. Yeah. I absolutely love the Mandalorian, but. I am the way that this is giving us no information or slowly drip feeding us yeah. information makes me more excited for new episodes. Yeah. Like there's cliffhangers without being like drastic cliffhangers. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just giving you enough to be like, fuck, like how soon can I get these? And with Mandalorian, I was happy to be able to say, Hey, all right, we got another one next week. Yeah. Now I want to binge. Like this is one that they're just making me, and I think a, a, again a big part of it is it's over five hundred days since we've had him in yeah. MCU property, so we we're getting this is just a, a shot in the arm at this point. Like we're just we're getting that small little teaser hit. Like now now they just want us to buy more. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, Goddamn drug pushers. So it's pretty cool. So we're gonna have nine episodes and go until March fifth, um, and they had begun shooting back in November twenty nineteen. And that's and they halted everything uh, back in March, uh, and it looks like they were able to they resumed filming back in September, and they were able to finish in November. So a lot of this, uh, uh, probably like the last part of the series, like twenty five percent of it got sh- had to be shot during like um, COVID protocols, what have your safety protocols. So I just wonder if we're gonna notice a difference, you know, like in ways that have been like you know way it's been shot or things like that, but. I mean, from from the get go, it seems like a really small, contained, uh, like group of actors working on the show from the get go. So I'm pretty sure, like, we're not gonna. I don't think that anything that they did was probably gonna be affected by the way the the show is set up. 
Speaking of, I forgot to bring it up. We talked about, uh, Tom, did we talk about Tom Cruise and his rant? We never did. We never brought it up. We never brought it up. I know it was a, a couple weeks back, like three weeks back, but we never brought it up uh, or officially, like, you know, acknowledged it on the show. But there's there's audio of Tom Cruise just losing his shit for people for breaking protocol. Yeah. Uh, so apparently there's new information this week that Tom Cruise is so, so strict about the COVID protocol that he has purchased two robots that can patrol and administer, like hand out COVID tests. That what? I want to see this robot. Yes, I saw I saw IGN. I didn't get to read the full story. I just saw the headline before right before we started recording. Does he uh, hand out uh, COVID tests and um, Scientology pamphlets? God, that'd be so good. <laughs> what if it's just like a kid? Just like inside of like a robot suit, and that's what they're doing. He's not even a real robot. That's just what they do with the kids in Scientology. Work done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? What are you doing, you hobbit? <laughs> didn't we have a release date for Winter Soldier? Willow, what are you doing, Willow? What are you doing, Willow? We had a release date, didn't we, for Winter Soldier and Falcon? I thought we did. Yeah. I'm trying to look it up, but everything online is telling me August 2020. It's giving me. Oh no! Release. Yeah. Uh, but I know at Disney, Disney had information that they, they released about it. So I know we've got that coming up soon. Um, and we still should be. Man, it's crazy to think that we're getting things out of order. We should have already seen Black Widow before this. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So I wonder if they had to change up uh, any like post credits or anything. Because I'm sure somehow there was something to lead and tease. Everything, everything connects. So I wonder like how much you know did have to get altered a little bit. If anything at all, so we'll we'll see. I think, um, but I think they wouldn't have put it out if they were like, okay, well, you have to have watched Scarlet, uh, Scarlet Black, um, sorry, Black Willow, Scarlett Johansson, right. uh, Black Widow, in order to be able to understand this. I don't think they would have released WandaVision. I think they would have been happy to delay it just a little bit longer. Um, like it's already like Falcon and Winter Soldier have already been delayed just a little bit. You know, as far as like it being debuted, as same with WandaVision. You know, these should have been out a lot earlier. They just got delayed, you know, but now we're getting them. So I, I think if that was the case, then we would have, um, I don't think we would have got WandaVision. So I think they went yeah, ahead exactly. and released it knowing that it wasn't going to affect anything else um, that, that has yet to release or needed to be released. So, yeah, pretty awesome. I, I love the show. I think I'm really enjoying it. Um, I sat there. My wife enjoyed it. And um, it's very rare when uh, we can both watch a show that we both enjoy at the same time. It's just so out there. Like I think yeah. it piques a lot of people's interest. In it has like that funny factor to it, and it has like that really deep, like what's going on. Like it makes it, you know, my wife's enjoying the show because it's quirky. You know, it's different. Um, and I'm watching the show, like thinking, like, okay, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? Right. <laughs> just got, trying to like pick it apart. So yeah, I found our our slate release dates. Awesome for 2021. So we've got one division that just released on the 15th. Uh, Falcon and Winter, so- Winter Soldier releases March 19th. Then we get Black Widow, May 7th. Loki doesn't have a, a set day, but it's to be released May. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, July 9th. What If is listed as summer 2021. The Hawkeye series is listed as late 2021. Okay. Ms. Marvel, late 2021. Eternals, November 5th, 2021. Spider-Man 3, December 17th, 2021. 
And then so far, the only two things that are listed for 2022 are Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness, March 25th, 2022, and Thor Love and Thunder, May 6th, 2022. Yeah, okay. So that is our phase four lined out so far. And it's crazy that the majority of this, like we went over a year with no Marvel and then just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten Marvel properties in 2021. There so we go. Now we're going to get, yeah. I don't we're know g- if anything gets pushed or not. If anything, I think Spider-Man might be the one. Usually, I mean, one. usually something happens and it's not really like a bad thing. Sometimes they just no. like look at the schedule and they're like, you know what? Maybe we need to space these out a little bit more. And they go ahead and they space them out and nothing bad comes out of it. You know, you kind of think about it. And you're like, okay, I kind of needed that break. You know, yeah, we are overdue. Like a lot of us are ready to go back and, you know, watch a movie in the theaters, watch a Marvel property in the theaters. Um, I would love to be able to watch a big Marvel movie in the safety of a theater again, if it's safe, you know, like that's you the know, big thing. That's the thing. And be, be prepared for this. Cause I had this talk with my wife when theaters do reopen, be prepared to pay more money. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Be because our ticket prices yeah. are going up. I think you're going to see, gonna I think you're going to see at least a 50% price in increase like on tickets. Like I think so too. Cause you're going to have three different factors, main factors. One, Time away and makeup of revenue Mm -hmm. to makeup of revenue from having to because you're going to have to be spaced apart. And I would imagine that if you aren't already a theater who has the wide aisles in between the the rows, you're going to have to make that that you're going to have to have an empty row. Like if you're the ones that are stacked on top of each other, you're going to have to have that Mm -hmm. empty row. So you're going to be running at at least half minimum 50 percent capacity at this theater. And then three, the fact that they're going to have to sanitize every seat in between, just go through and spray those seats down and everything like they do with your carts at the grocery store. So that's an increased cost. So with all of that factoring in, it's going to be way more expensive to go to the theaters. Um, I'm excited to to return. I don't know that I'll take my kids immediately, but... I, and you know, and what's funny is, well, say, not, hey, I yeah. can do it again. I'm not saying what's funny, but I think what will happen too is like, say we pay $8 to go to a movie right now, which I think is on the low end. Um, yeah, for us. Yeah, for I us. We pay a lot I think we pay, I think we may pay more. But like, say like, okay, no average ticket price is $10 to go watch a movie. You're going to spend $15 to go watch a movie when theaters up and back up. And I don't see that price dropping. I think that price is going to stay um, just because we'll get so used to paying for that experience again mm-hmm. um you got to pay like you said for the cleaning supplies that are going to be needed by those theaters especially like the smaller theater chains that don't have that giant revenue you know like mm-hmm. money push coming in because they're part of the a chain regional yeah like uh, we're you know we live in we live in we live in a town with two theaters that are yeah. uh they're they're not they're they're just a small small chain they're not a major national yeah, one chain of them has five in yeah. a few different states and the other one is this state only. yeah so going forward i think um yeah i will be happy to like go in the safety you know like and be able to watch a movie again i think it i think it, i i see it happening like in six months where we can probably go back to the theaters you know, if people can kind of get their... I mean, there's already yeah. places where you can. Yeah, you can. You're just not watching new movies. I'm very... Yeah. I mean, a few of them. But if people can get their shit together and, like, you know... This is the same people that, like, complain about it. They're not, a- yeah. they're not able to do it. Like, they're the ones that complain that we don't have... You know, we can't do anything. But they're also not doing anything on their part to help ensure that. So, going forward, you know, we'll... we'll you know, if we all work together... I want to go to the movies. I, I like I'm saying it right now. I want to go to the movies. I want to go to a movie theater. I want to buy out a whole freaking row again. I want you and Kim and Jordan and Savannah to be there, and we can all go to a movie opening night again. Like I love doing that. I love that experience. I loved watching Star Wars. I loved watching the Marvel movies with you guys. Like it is fun to do that as 
with your family and your best friends. I it's crazy. freaking miss that. You know, that's it's like crazy to think yeah. that douchebag guys that had the one seat apart rule back in the day. Oh, I know. We're on, we're on to something. I know. Now, that's what we're going to be doing. But the chairs are so big. The chairs are so big. Like, you know, and the way we did it, like, if you think about it, like, there was always, like, one giant chair in between, like, our parties. Yeah. So, like, yeah. we, like in the, the movies that we go to, there's ten chairs. And you guys would take up four of them. I would take up one. one of the ones at the giant recliner. I would yeah. sit with my brother and his boyfriend, you know, so there's Matt, three, next to you, you know, and I'll like, I'll wear a mask very, if I need nah, We'll be good. We'll all make out during it too. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, it was hey. great. Yeah. So I want that again. I'm not like, I, I just like, I know I'm pretty strict about like the things that we do as a family and whatnot, but man, like, that's one thing I definitely do miss. And that was like one of the few things that yeah, I did. Sure. That was one of the few things that I did. Like I forgot what it's like to go to a coffee shop with our friends. You know, like I, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, we used to do that. That that was something that we did. So I had other things I want to talk about, but it's about time to wrap up the show. What do you else you want to talk oh, about? Oh, I already forgot. I already skipped my mind because yeah. I went on a rant. But uh, no, it was all good. Um, CES was this, this week. And, the most boring CES of all time. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Nothing really worth talking and about. Not even in the presentation. Um, it's just the stuff that they was announced released, more graphics done. cards that are going to be super hard to find on both ends, A and D and Nvidia. I tried finding a 2060 this week. You cannot. I can't even do the that. only place yeah. I found a 2060. I can find a 1660. I saw a random. Okay, so I was trying to talk to a lady on Facebook Marketplace. She was selling an iBuy Power PC that you. I guess she, maybe they had bought for her son and he moved out and she didn't have a need for it. I didn't want to buy the computer. She was trying to sell it for like a thousand plus. I was just trying to buy the graphics card or trying to get her to convince her to sell the graphics card because maybe I could tell you to buy it. Just do piece me. Yeah. yeah. I would just like, just sell me the graphics card. What was the card that was in? A 2060. Ugh. Yeah. And she would not like, she she wanted to sell the whole machine and I told her, you are not going to get a thousand dollars for this machine. I'm sorry. No. And that's like where it's. At. I was like, "Good luck selling this computer." I can build a brand I go, new it's, the same price. I go, "You're never going to sell this computer." So you know, you might as well just. I told her, like, "I'll buy the card. You could just, just junk it." Double figures yeah. sliding out. In the I back. told her, I was like, "You're not getting a thousand dollars for this computer." And she was just like, "I go, I, I know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry, but good luck." Like, I am a goddamn yeah. IT. Tech I was like, woman. "You're gonna." I was like, "The only person you're gonna sell this to I build PCs. is some schmuck." And you know, some person who doesn't know anything about computers is gonna buy. Yeah, I told her I was like, "You're just I was like the only person that's gonna be able to buy this computer is somebody that doesn't know computers at all." Jeez. And I was like, "And you're not gonna sell it to anybody." So, and then she blocked me on Facebook. All right. <laughs> I gotta go see this PC. Yeah, so, so I'll try to find it. Let me find it in my messages. I'll send it over to you. And um, but yeah, so on that note, on that note uh, you can find Jeremy at jvader82 on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me and Mateo83 on Twitter and Instagram. Most importantly, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at GoFo Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv uh, slash GoFo Gaming. Um, rate, review, subscribe to the show. Leave us five star messages wherever you listen to the show so we can read them on the air. It'd be great. I say on the air, but on the web, whatever we do. Uh, thank you guys for everything we do. Once again, happy birthday, Alex. Thank you for everything you have done for me and Jeremy. We really appreciate having you as a friend and a fan of the shows. All the everything shows. Everything you've done to me, man. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. And on that note, laters, geeks.